Hello everybody, we're in Psalm 42 as you know and I just want to read the psalm to you. To the chief musician, Maskell for the sons of Korah. As the heart pants after the water brook, so pants my soul after thee, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my meat day and night while they continually say unto me, Where is thy God? When I remember these things, I pour out my soul in me. For I had gone with the multitude. I went with them to the house of God, with the voice of joy and praise, with a multitude that kept holy day. Why art thou cast down, O my soul, and why art thou disquieted in me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him, for the help of his countenance. O my God, my soul is cast down within me. Therefore will I remember thee from the land of Jordan and of the Hermonites from the hill Mizar. Deep calls unto deep at the noise of thy water spouts. All thy waves and thy billows have gone over me. Yet the Lord will command his loving kindness in the daytime, and in the night his song shall be with me, and my prayer unto the God of my life. I will say unto God, my rock, why hast thou forgotten me? Why go I mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? As with a sword in my bones, mine enemies reproach me while they say daily unto me, Where is thy God? Why art thou cast down, O my soul? And why art thou disquieted within me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him, who is the health of my countenance and my God. I want today to look at this psalm from a completely different angle to what we considered last time. I'm not saying that this is the interpretation of the psalm, but I'd like to suggest that we might look at it in a different light today. What I've noticed is that God is mentioned 14 times, including Lord, once. But it's not until almost the end of the psalm that the writer makes it personal and says, My God. We find as we read the account of Korah, the progenitor of these sons for whom the psalm is written, that he had an important place in the service of the tabernacle and particularly in its movements. However, he was also a man who wanted great things for himself, which, as you may well know, is something Scripture warns us against. As it says, Do you seek great things for yourself? Seek them not. As we saw last time, this man, as a result of his sins, came under divine judgment. I'm just wondering if there are perhaps those people listening today who have been dissuaded from following the Lord because of some family history or some personal persons you've been associated with that have so soiled and spoiled your view of Christianity that you wonder whether there's any genuineness in it at all. Or on the other hand, one or more of your progenitors had a position and place in the service of God. It could be that your father, grandfather or some other relative perhaps was a very great man in the service of God. But you've lived in the shadow of that all your life and it's never really meant the same to you as it clearly did to them. I met a man just recently whose father is a Christian pastor and his mother has a leading place in the Sunday school work in their church. But it seems evident to me that there's little or no interest in the things of God in him at all at the moment. I wonder what the reason for that is. 
When I see him again, perhaps I'll talk to him about it. However, I'm suggesting, what I'm suggesting is that the writer of the psalm seems to be saying that in past days his practice was, as he says, I went with the multitude, I went with them to the house of God, with a voice of joy and praise, with a multitude that kept holy day. But the inference seems to me that's not what he's thinking now, and that's not how he's feeling now. No, he certainly isn't. He's in turmoil of heart and mind and addresses his own soul like this. Why art thou cast down, O my soul? And why art thou disquieted? Or why art thou in turmoil within me? Yet at the same time, he knows that there is an absence of true satisfaction. I wonder about you. He's longing for God the living God, like a thirsty heart panting for the brooks of refreshing waters. What he's looking for is reality. The God of his father was simply a name, obviously. But what he wants is the living God. And he wants a personal relationship with him. And then he reflects upon those around him. Perhaps there are those who know him as linked with God and his people. And there may be those who know you and your association with Christians, if that is the case, of course. So they provoke him, and perhaps you too, saying, so where is your God? Where is the evidence of the living God in your life? He's in great turmoil of soul, as I've said. And then he begins to remember what God has done at the Jordan in bringing the nation over into the promised land on dry ground. He remembers God brought his people through the Jordan River to the very heights of Hermon, giving them an inheritance promised right back hundreds of years before to the patriarchs. It appears to me that until he gets to this point, he gets no real peace and joy. He then begins to appropriate the blessings of God's people. And perhaps he's making this, I don't think it's perhaps for the first time, but it could be. And he makes this God his God. And he says, the Lord will command his loving kindness in the daytime, and in the night his song shall be with me, and my prayer unto the God of my life. God, my rock. God, My God. Now can I say, dear listener this morning, what about you? Perhaps none of your family are believers in Christ. Or perhaps you've got parents, family members that are Christians. Maybe you've had a father or grandfather or other relative that's had a wonderful testimony amongst God's people. But irrespective of whoever or whatever, the big question is this. Is the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ the God of your life? Is he God your rock? Can you say, as the final verse says, I shall yet praise him who is the health of my countenance and my God? Or as another version puts it, my salvation and My God, may the Lord search every heart 
and bless his word to you today.